You are now listening to the CRC Podcast, brought to you by Pastor Ad Bossoff. We trust that this message will change your life forever. Come on, somebody say something is breaking, not something has to break, something is breaking. The Bible says the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. When praise goes up, heaven comes down. Oh, come on, give God your biggest praise. Even if it's your first time here today, if you can clap for something else, you can clap for Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Well, it's so great to see so many of you back in church. Amen. And we want to say to all those on television, there's still a lot of room for you to come back before the end of the year. Safely and responsibly, next year is going to be an amazing year. It's going to be a year of tremendous breakthrough 2020. Welcome to the many thousands in Bloomington. I love you. It's good to see you. people are coming back to church. Um, we thank God for the government's elections, that we also have our elections where we can come to church without anybody fighting with us. But in any case, we are on the winning side, right? Because we read the end of the Bible and that says we win. We're not trying to win, we fight from place of victory. Welcome to the many thousand blue in north and south, Johannesburg. You better get ready, Joburg. East London, welcome those in correctional facilities, Khosimam, Purukhrut, Flakeren, Stutt, Bethlehem. Wurnalsras, Palsmoor, George, Nelspread, Kimberley, Uppington, Westville, Mpangeni, Mudumule, Potsdam, and Zambia. Let's welcome people, especially this morning, that are watching live in correctional facilities all over Africa. That is a miracle. Then, of course, our viewers on TBN, we welcome you. A great honour to have been able to pastor many of you throughout this pandemic for almost the last two years. Love to each and every one of you. Then also a TBN yet to One Gospel Praise TV. We hope to see you in one of our churches in the very very near future. Come on, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, CRC Online radio stations um, all over the earth. Russia, pray for that outreach next year in Stalingrad. Also, um, Israel, America, Europe, India, Pakistan, China, in Africa. Come on, we are speaking to a huge audience this morning. And the Bible says, let everything that I breathe praise the name of the Lord. We are not here to roll over, we are here to take over. So I hope I am speaking to prisoners of expectation this morning and not prisoners of a pandemic. If you believe your best days are ahead, come on doctor, come on lawyer, come on dentist, come on engineer, come on housewife, student. If you believe your best days are ahead, give him a big, big, big praise in Jesus' Name. Proverbs 13 verse 12, Bible says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when desire comes, it's a tree of life. Passion translation says, when hope's dream seems to drag on and on. 22 years in this, 22 months in this pandemic, God forbid, um, 22 years, okay. The delay can be depressing. How many depressing people here this morning? No, don't put up your hand, okay. Just fake it. Put a smile behind your mask, okay? Because you're gonna be okay. God's got you, He's got your back, and He has your future in the, in the palm of His hand. He has not abandoned you. But when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. I do believe that today's impossibilities 
can be tomorrow's probabilities and tomorrow's miracles. I do believe that your greatest setbacks in life can be your greatest comeback in Jesus' Name. Whatever Satan means to harm you, God is gonna turn it around for your good. God is the orchestrator of your future and He is the cancellor of your past. Say Amen in Jesus' Name. So today's disappointment can become God's divine appointment tomorrow. Today's attack against you will be tomorrow's promotion for you. Every time God wants to take you to another level, you will have to face and conquer another devil. That's why you're not gonna go and, and, and wave a white handkerchief and call a truce with Satan while you are alive, okay? We retire when we get into the grave. I'm joking with a few, uh, uh, I don't even wanna call them senior citizens. I'm calling them uh, mature. You can't say people are old, because 60 says you're middle-aged, okay? Says, let the younger widows marry, under 60 marry. So if you're under 60, the Bible calls you young. So um, I know you wanna go to the coast and you wanna be all romantic. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, I'm naughty, I know. Um, <laughs> um, we cannot retire. I said we can never retire because the day you retire, the day you lose vision is the day that you perish. So we have to be more determined. Today's tragedy can be tomorrow's triumph. Notice I say can be. Today's prison can be the exact preparation you need for the palace that God has intended for you in the future. So you're in a good place. That's what I want to say. No matter where you are, you may be in a valley, on a mountaintop, it matters not. It matters who is with you. The Bible says if God is for you, who can be against you? It matters not what you are facing. It matters who you are facing, what you are facing with. And I wanna say to you this morning that one believer and God make a majority. And with God on your side, you are coming through victoriously and triumphantly on the other side and stronger. Come on, if you believe it, shout Amen and give the Lord a praise, hallelujah. So I wanna read 2 Samuel chapter 5 in verse 17. The Bible says, when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went to search for David. David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. Underline that or write it down, stronghold. He knew where to run to. He ran to God and he didn't run from God. We also have a stronghold. His name is Jesus Christ. He's a sure foundation. He's a pillar. He's a refuge. He's our God. He's the captain of our salvation. He's our deliverer. He is our strong tower. He is our chief cornerstone. Oh, come on. In Jesus' Name, as believers, we also have a sure foundation in Jesus' Name. A stronghold. You have to know where to retreat to. Well, let me rephrase that. You, know, you need to know who to retreat to in times of difficulty or when the enemy comes to attack you. Then the Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the Valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up against the Philistines? 
and will you deliver them into my hand? Just down to planet earth, please. And the Lord said to David, go up for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hands. Somebody say doubtless. No, there's more somebody's here. Say doubtless. Because when God enters the equation, doubt leaves the equation, okay? So David went to Baal-perazim and David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore he called the name of the place Baal-perazim. And they left their images there and David went and the men carried them away. Then the Philistines once again went and deployed themselves in the very of Rephaim. Therefore David inquired of the Lord a second time and he said, you shall not go up. You're not going to attack them head on. But you will circle around behind them and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. And it shall be when you hear the sound of the Lord in the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly. Somebody say quickly. Uh-uh. We need to wake up here now. Somebody say quickly. Say fanach. So when God moves, you have to be ready. When God orchestrates your deliverance, you have to be ready. You have to be ready to act. Because oftentimes the difference between success and failure is not acting in the right time. So we want to talk about God's deliverance and we want to talk about God orchestrating the breakthrough that He has for you in 2022. I want to talk about that today. That's why we have to understand that when there is deliverance, there is a God part and there is a man part. I mean, everybody wants a miracle and God is a God of miracles. But for you to get through your valley, for you to defeat the enemy, you need more than a miracle. You need a stronghold. You need the mind of God. You need a strategy. And then you need to act on the Word of God. And you need to have a breakthrough in Jesus' Name. So God says to him, it shall be when you hear the sound of the marching of the, in the tops of the mulberry trees, that you shall advance quickly. For then, not before, the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. And David did so. David did so. So one thing to, to, to get a plan, it's another thing to execute the plan of God. It's one thing to know what the Bible says, it's another thing to do the Word. Amen. It's one thing to know what to do. It's another thing to actually do what you know what to do. We all at the beginning of the year think, well, this year, uh, a simple example, I'm going to go to gym and I'm going to get into perfect shape and I'm going to, we all know what to do. But knowing it, it's not enough. We have to action. We have to do. We have to do the possible. We have to go beyond our feelings, our limitations, our depression, our fears, our lows, our anxieties. And we actually have to act on the Word that God has for us in Jesus' Name. So our text this morning is, So David went to Baal-perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of Baal-perazim. Now, I want to talk about Baal-perazim this morning. The word Baal simply means Lord and Master. Perazim means breakthrough, or actually the original breakthroughs, plural. 
So literally, Balperism, when God breaks through, like the breaking of water. Remember the water gushed from the rock and the water brought life. So life is gonna come to your dry place. Deliverance is gonna come to your prison place. God is going to move and God is going to show up in your dark valley. He is the Lord of the breakthrough. Or I wanna say He is the God of many breakthroughs or the literal translation says, and I love this, He is the God who orchestrates. He's the architect. He's the mastermind of your breakthrough. Hallelujah. Think about salvation. The Bible says, had the princes of this world known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So what Satan thought was his masterstroke, was God putting His Son on the cross, God defeating the devil. So I'll tell you again today that every attack of the enemy, the enemy will come against you one way and God's gonna drive him before you seven ways in the Name of Jesus Christ. God is gonna turn your darkness into light. God is gonna turn your sorrow into joy. God is gonna turn your wasteland into a fruitful land. Oh, come on, you better jump up. You are believing God for a breakthrough. And I declare it today, 2020 will be a year of many, many, many breakthroughs for God's people in Jesus' Name. So what am I saying to you this morning is that God is a breakthrough for you. I said, God has a breakthrough for you. You say, but Pastor, I've had many breakthroughs. Well, He's the God who orchestrates every breakthrough. The first, the second, the third, the fourth, the thirtieth. He's the source. He's the wisdom. He gives the strategy. A lot of people want to want to break through, and they run anywhere but to the stronghold. They inquire everywhere but from the source of wisdom. We have to talk about this because Psalm twenty-three says, "The Lord is my shepherd; the shepherd is my Lord." So while I follow Him, He's going to lead me through the valley. He doesn't say I'm going to camp in the valley. He says, I'm going to lead you through. And sometimes when the enemy shows up, I mean, what did David do? He ran to the stronghold. And what did he receive? Strategy. When, when, listen, when, when, when God's wisdom intervenes, strategic thinking almost, always follows. I want to say this because people spiritualize everything. When God's wisdom shows up, strategy is always the result. A plan of action. What must I do? When? We learn it in the army. We, what, where, wanneer, what are now? Amen. Orders. We, with what do, where, wanneer, what are now? Who must do what, when, where, what after? Not whatever. Who? So God said, I sought for a man. So when God wanted to deliver Israel, He had to find a man. So for God to change your situation, He needs your cooperation. He needs you on board. He needs you to have a sound mind. He needs you to follow His strategy. Are you listening to me this morning? So I believe God wants to guide you into your divine breakthrough and your divine victory. I believe that God has a divine orchestrated 
breakthrough for every one of His children after this pandemic and during this pandemic. I do believe it. I believe that God has a detailed plan to get you to the best place that you've ever been in your life, that God is gonna use this pandemic as a launching pad to get you into orbit, in business, in ministry, in every area of your life. If you believe it, shout Amen and give the Lord a praise, hallelujah. So you know, raising our kids, people look at us and they talk to us about their children, but we also raised kids. Yeah. Even my kids weren't angels. You think they are, they look like angels now, but they weren't angels. They were also teenagers like yours. I also had to use the rod of love. I also had to gate them. I also had to take their cell phones away. I I needed a strategy to raise those kids and to get rebellion out of their hearts and to keep the Word out of their hearts. I don't just love them, I love them so much that I found God's strategy and I had a different strategy for each one of them. I mean, Chanel, listen, if she just heard she was gonna get a hiding and don't quote me on this now because it's politically incorrect. But when I disciplined my children, it wasn't politically incorrect, okay? And, and I'm also gonna bless my grandchildren. I'll just do it very kindly, very, very kindly. So, uh, <laughs> Chanel, listen, if she just thought she was going to get in a hiding, she was good. Angelique, stubborn. You could hit her. I'm, excuse me for that word. You could lay hands on her. It didn't work. So I needed a different strategy. What was it? I put her in a room and I had her write out the book of Proverbs again and again and again. And again, I said, you need wisdom, girl. You're gonna write down the book of Proverbs. And I, I'll, never, <laughs> I'll never forget, she's not yet, she's watching on television. Um, she's got, she had some uh, symptoms in any case. So, um, so, <laughs> so, I mean, now, you know, we pray. We always pray, put them in bed, prayed, loved on them, told them every day, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, hug them, kiss them, kiss them, hug them. There was still foolishness that tried to come into them. And Angelique, I knew. Gator, in the room, right at the Bible. I remember, I forget, I walked in there once and she'd written out Proverbs. That's a big book that. And I didn't just have it right out once, I said seven times, okay? Because it's the number of perfection. So the whole book, Proverbs 30, from one to, and I think she was at number chapter seven and she was clever. She wrote like, uh, the first verse, she write the verse seven times and then she threw a tantrum and she tore it all up. I said, okay, redo. I'm just like God. You, you're not getting past this test. You redo. And guess what happened? She became a wise girl, even up to today. She's wise. She listens. I had to find a strategy. David, my younger version with a strong personality. When the world tried to get a hold of him, I said to him, now, Davy, you're going to see the other side of your dad. The side you've never seen. I'll fight you. I'll fight your friends. I'll fight their parents. I'll fight the whole world because I love you. I'm not going to allow the world to get its claws in you. I'll fight every devil. I'll fight every person. I'll fight every person. And I did. I did. For three months, it was war. War. 
as loving as I am, amen. Can you bear witness to that? Uh -huh. So loving and as gentle as I am and as kind as I am, I said to my son, you're awakening the dead you've never wanted to see. Now it's you and me, boy. And for three months, I turned the heat on. And he just saw another side. I said, it's because I love you, boy. I love you. Ain't no devil getting a hold of you. No worldliness. You're not going down the road I went and I had to get saved. It's not happening. Thank you very much. I'll fight the whole world because I love you. So I needed a different strategy. Until one day, and obviously we prayed until one day, I hope I'm not embarrassing you, David, but in any case, whatever. And uh, put my arm around him. We were walking in the garden and David just fell to his knees and he started weeping and he said, Dad, I don't know what's happened to me. I knew what happened. Sin tried to come in. Rebellion tried to come in. Satan tried to come and steal him. And I was going to be a, a stand, uh, one of those weak parents that just watch the devil steal my child and corrupt my child. I made up my mind, oh, ain't no way in hell that no devil in this world, cause I come out of the world and you're not fooling me. So I'm gonna fight for you. You're not gonna go smoke marijuana. You're not gonna go run with those people in the clubs, etc. I'll go find you in the club and I'll beat up all your friends. Yes, as a pastor, amen. I unresigned myself on a Friday night and then on a Sunday I'll resign myself or I'll appoint myself again as well. But, but you don't touch. So what am I saying to you is that God's wisdom is very practical. David had to go. David had to go show up on the battlefield. David had to get the mind of God. David had to hear God, but more than hear God, David had to act courageously in faith. All God said to him, I will be with you doubtlessly. And what is the key to his success? David inquired. I love that. Every time David is in a bad spot. You will see it in his life. That's why he's a man after God's heart. Every time he withdraws into God, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and they will not grow weary. They will get supernatural wisdom and strength. David knew that God was his strength. Even at Ziklag, remember, the Bible says when everybody was on the ground, everybody was weeping, people turned against him. What did David do? He strengthened himself in the Lord. And then he got up from the ground. Some of you have to get up. You have to get up out of your tragedy, out of your failure, out of your morbidity, out of your depression, and you have to run back to God. God. You have to get yourself back in the presence of God like this morning and the Spirit of God is going to come and breathe upon you and God is going to strengthen you with might in the inner man in the Name of Jesus Christ and then God is going to give you wisdom. God's going to give you a strategy because you need strength for the battle. For you to recover your losses, you have to show up on the battlefield. You have to man up, woman up. Shandai, Hyundai, tie my bow tie is not enough. You have to go back to work. You have to go deal with the negativities. You have to face the betrayal. You have to face the losses in business and not have a mind it's all over, it's all hopeless. No. You draw or, or you withdraw yourself in the Lord. Psalm 91 as your shelter, as your refuge, as your fortress. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my rock. He is my God. In Him, I will trust. No matter what I face, surely, doubtlessly, He shall deliver me.
from the stare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence and from the arrow that flies by day, from the pestilence that walks at noonday. A thousand will fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it will not come near me because God, You are my refuge. God, You are the love of my life. You are my rock, You are my fortress. Oh, come on, child of God. You fight from a place of victory. You stand in Christ as He stood for you 2,000 years ago. While everybody is collapsing, this is your time to rise up. While everybody is negative, this is your time to be positive, to put on a garment of praise, to become a prisoner of expectation. While everybody wants to run away from South Africa, you as a property dealer, this is your time to buy the best properties, to do the best developments. When the world is controlled by fear, you are controlled by the spirit of power, love and a sound mind. Shout Amen, hallelujah. Oh, come on, give the Lord a praise. Your best days are ahead of you. God's going to lead you by the mighty Holy Ghost. John 16, 13, He will guide you into all truth. He's the master of your breakthrough. The Lord, not Satan. Satan is defeated. That means he's under defeat. Your feet. Stop talking about under the circumstances. What are you doing under circumstances? Well, Pastor, under your circumstances. What do you do under? You've been raised with Christ. You are seated in heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. You are seated in Christ. In Christ, you have the victory. In Christ, you rise like an eagle over your storms and your circumstances. Come on like an eagle. They, they use the storm to go higher, to go above the storm. Time to spread your wings, man. Time to spread your wings. Time to stop flapping around like a turkey. Time to get rid of the worry and the anxiety and to stop talking the talk of yesterday and spread your wings in the presence of God and let the power of the Holy Ghost lift you above the storms of life and change your perception and let your vision get back and see things from God's vantage point so that when you land back on planet earth in your reality you will act decisively with a God strategy doubtless surely you will recover all and I'll tell you surely we will next year as a ministry see more people saved than ever see stadiums filled like never we will build buildings like never before. We are more, come on CRC, more determined than ever to plunder hell and populate heaven. Say Amen in Jesus' name. Oh, come on. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place when the enemy comes in like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Psalm 105, 41, He opened the rock and the water gushed out. I'll tell you, there's nothing Satan can do to stop the water and the power of the Holy Ghost to gush out over your life and dry places will become oasis of life in Jesus' name. Zechariah 4 verse 6, not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord, says the Lord Isaiah 10, 27, the yoke shall be destroyed, 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 annihilated, obliterated by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' Name. Your child's gonna come to her senses suddenly in the Name of Jesus. Your business partner is gonna come to his senses suddenly in Jesus. Oh, come on, you're not gonna take the Holy Ghost out of the equation. 
Your family is going to get saved suddenly by a divine, genius, orchestrated strategy of the Master Deliverer, Jehovah, Yahweh, God, our King, our Saviour. He's not on the back foot. Therefore, we should not be on the back foot. He's the Master Deliverer. We regroup. You know, when we go away and I advise all the business people, when you take people away, don't call it a retreat. We call ours an advance. So we do a staff advance. Because we don't do a retreat. We meet to advance. We don't meet to retreat. I don't like the word retreat. Treat, yes. Retreat, no. I don't like the word problem. It's not in my vocabulary. I don't like the word under. Oh, I'm under the weather. We can see it. (laughs) We can change it. Let me roll. Okay, that's the right word. Pastorally. We can change it. Okay, we we can put the right climate in you. By the Holy Ghost. I declare divine orchestrated breakthrough. Listen, as your pastor, every member of CRC, I declare a divine orchestrated breakthrough for you, like the breakthrough of the water in 2022. I declare that God has opened the rock. According to His Word, the waters already are flowing. You have to get yourself into that river into the presence of God. Three things quickly in the next five hours. Because you're so hungry, some of you haven't been here forever, so I, amen. Three things for every breakthrough. Number one, inquiry. Now you English people say I pronounce it incorrectly. I'm doing my best. You have to get God's mind. Are you listening? As a doctor, You study, I mean, we have many legal advisors, advocates, etc. And I'll say to people, yes, we have to study. Yes, we need knowledge. But there's a huge difference between knowledge and wisdom. One of the doctors in our church, a great surgeon in Bloomingdale, phoned me once. He said, Pastor, I don't know what's happening. Two people that came for minor surgeries died and he was distraught. I said, hey, it happens because, you know, I'm not the doctor. I do Google some things, like all of you, okay? doesn't make me a doctor. But I mean, not everybody's anatomy is the same, right? Well, everybody's head is supposedly in the same place, right? But not every vein runs exactly where it supposedly runs. So he had some operations and then there were some complications and people died. And since then, I've been very intentional to talk to doctors and him as well and to say, follow your gut. Although you're brilliant at what you do, the anointing is not just for you to shout in church on a Sunday. The anointing is designed by God to guide you into a life of success in every area of life. So as an advocate defending your client, you will suddenly just know something. How? A word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, gifts of the Holy Spirit. That is not there for platform display as many people use it. No, it's a gift for the believers that profit other people. So somebody will walk in and they'll say, I have a pain here, I have a pain there, I have a pain everywhere. And according to your chart, like a mechanic, 
it let you, you think, well, this shows this. But then suddenly in your gut, you just know, uh-uh. How do you know that? By the Holy Ghost, because you live dependent by the Holy Ghost. 1 John 2, the Bible says you have an unction, you have an anointing and you know all things. That means for your profession, for your destiny, where you are working, you just know. Sometimes you sit with people and you just know. Somebody offers you the greatest deal and it looks like the deal of the century. You're about to sign the piece of paper and there's just something that says don't. And then later on, after you signed it and you have a lot of misery, you think, oh my word, I should have listened. Let's go beyond should have listened to the place of actually listening, trusting our gut, trusting the Holy Ghost, trusting the One who lives on the inside. Come on, trusting the One Jesus sent in His place to live in us. You just know. I have to witness to that person. I have to pray for that person. I have to bless that person. I have to uh, take care of that child. We cannot live disconnected from God, from the Holy Ghost in any area of our lives because then we get ourselves in trouble. I mean, we were sleeping. I said this once, we were on holiday together. And suddenly I woke up, I knew, the, I knew, the, knew the devil wanted to kill one of my children. I knew it. As surely as I'm standing on this platform, I knew it. I'm not over dramatic, but I knew it. And there, there was this burden that got a hold of me that I can't even explain. And I started praying. Noretta started praying. <laughs> and then like five o'clock in the morning after two hours, I prayed and 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 knew exactly how the devil is gonna try and kill one of my children. Uh, in the holiday that we were in and prayed, 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 prayed until the release. Then we ran into the kids' room and they say, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? We're praying, loving all them. We say, what's wrong, what's wrong? And that burden, I knew. Now, if I did not respond to that, how many things could be averted, prevented? If we lived sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, right? This is where God talks. So if you don't read the Bible, if you don't pray in tongues, those two things, you will not live sensitively to your spirit man. You have to read the Bible because the Bible feeds your spirit man. You're by the Bible. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You have to keep your spirit man in tune with the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, He that is joined to the Lord is one Spirit. Romans 8, 14, the Spirit bears witness with my Spirit that I'm a child of God. So God's talking to us all the time. That's the reality. Are we listening? Are we? Are we? Are we listening? Are we listening? Or are we so caught up in this natural world that we miss the supernatural? We're so caught up in our own plans and ideas. Think about David. David had the first victory. Who could have assumed? And the sin of presumption and the sin of preempting God's will is the number one reason maybe that leads to failed exploits. Because even though you know you should do something, you still have to wait until timing. So you need to inquire, you need strategy. Strategy, I infer to timing, God's divine strategy. Bible says in James chapter one, when you go through a test, trial, tribulation, 
shortened version, what does it say? He says, pray for wisdom. Why? Why wisdom? Wisdom is the ability to apply knowledge accurately and correctly. Wisdom. Proverbs chapter 4 says, is the principal thing. So you're not getting out of your situation without wisdom. We're not talking about man's wisdom. We're not talking about wisdom that you get in university. We're talking about God's wisdom. God's wisdom will move you from where you are to the next level. God's wisdom will orchestrate your breakthrough. Christ is the source of your wisdom. Listen to me today. We're not gonna live this life cutting Jesus out of the equation. We're not getting our breakthrough cutting Jesus out of the equation. You want the breakthrough God has in mind for you. You need to know how to retreat. Only place you retreat is to His presence. Where you regain your strength, you recover yourself. You get the mind of God, but then my brother, you better come out strong. You better come out like a lion. You better come out ready to fight the good fight of faith. You ready better come out sure-footed. Come on in Jesus' Name. You better get out there and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm ready for any Goliath, any adversity because I have heard the voice of the Lord by God and then you defeat the enemy. That is the breakthrough that God has in mind for you. So number one, you have to inquire. You have to get the mind of God. Number two, you need to get a divine strategy. You wanna take your practice, your firm, your family to another level, or you want to recover what you have been through, you need a divine. Notice I say divine, because we're talking about the Lord of the breakthrough. We're talking about the master. We're talking about the orchestrator. We're talking about the mastermind, God, divine. Not strategy, divine, supernatural, supernatural wisdom. One word of supernatural wisdom, one word of knowledge, supernatural, dropped into your spirit will change your whole situation. That's what happened here with David. God said, don't attack them. It's not middle dier aanval nie, ver rechtsom aanval. Nie middle dier nie, ver rechtsom. Ver, circle around behind them. Get your strategy in place, then wait. I said, wait, something we are very good at. We just want to run ahead. You have to wait for the right timing. Amen. Not be impulsive. Not be an impulsive spender. Not go shop in sale season. Not buy summer clothes in the summertime. It's okay to wear last year's clothes. <laughs> I said, it's okay, ladies, to wear last year's clothes when it's half price, okay? Your husband don't even see it. <laughs> so wisdom from God, listen, listen. Wisdom from God produces strategic thinking. You have to be strategic in your thinking. You have to be a strategist in any endeavor. God is a master strategist. It's, you know, when, when you talk about Christianity, etc., people think it's just like this blob experience, this uh, like unattainable, impractical, everything is just so spiritual. And after the, whoo, you still have to go face those three teenagers. 
You still have to keep your husband happy. Hello, ladies. Are you all still here this morning? You still have to go back to work. You still have to wash the washing. Seva, Pastor. Seva. Seva, Pastor. Seva. Seva. Seva, Pastor. Seva. Hij was goed dus al voor twee weken die celleplek. Seva, Pastor. Seva. Ah, you funny. Ja, maar kijk hoe lekker hij asdroom, maar hij asdroom alleen alles niet al zo. Ik wil die asdroom, maar die nu praat over die, over die, over die was goed niet. Want jullie tijd lekker als we ze vullen zwoop. Listen, 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 when I preach, don't listen for your wife, okay? It's so funny. You preach and people say, oh, that's for him. Oh, that's for her. Whew, I'm glad I brought my husband to church this morning. No, 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 no. Now I'm talking to you. You. Don't listen for somebody else. Listen for yourself. Amen. That's his word for you. Amen. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. So David seeks God. He receives a divine strategy. You study, I love the scripture, 2 Chronicles 26, one of my favorite scriptures that businessmen should study all the time about a young man, a king that was anointed king at 16. He served God for 52 years. He developed things. The Bible in Proverbs speaks about knowledge of witty inventions. He did what nobody else did. He was way ahead of his time in the way he invented things. So he wasn't a follower. He was a paisetta, starting at the age of 16. And the key to him, the Bible says he sought the Lord in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding of visions and dreams. The Bible says this is very, very interesting. It says, while he sought the Lord, listen, while, while he sought the Lord, God made him prosper, while. But then his heart became lifted up to his own destruction. You go read that scripture and you see a young man that while he seeks God, he gets knowledge and his business invents this device and that device. They were skillful in war. They expanded. I read that as a businessman should read it. And God gave him the wisdom. God gave him the strategy. I believe that God wants to take you to the top. I mean, God, God, God doesn't say things that He doesn't mean. He says you're going to be the head and not the tail. You're going to be above and not beneath. God says you're going to take over. God says I'm going to build my mountain upon every other mountain. This is your time, my brother and my sister, to wake up, to get up, to dress up, to show up and to act up by the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And you are going to be amazed at what God is going to do and the things you are going to experience in your life because that is the God that you serve. You serve a God that wants to take you places. You serve a God that wants to anoint your head with fresh oil in the presence of your enemies. You serve a God that wants to, to bless you and enlarge your land. Jabez, right now, while people are gripped by fear, God has a divine Word for you, for your child, for your husband, for your wife, for your parents, for your family, for whatever your concern is this morning. God has a divine Word and a divine time. Are you listening to me this morning in Jesus' Name? So in the very near future, we'll be having revival services, etc. And I'm just preparing you for it. 
I can tell you many things that God does that no person can do. We had a pastor's wife. She struggled with bipolar, depression, every kind of thing. And I understand these things are real. And doctors do what they can't do. But you know, I, I have a lot of compassion for doctors. Because sometimes people expect doctors to do what they can't do. So I thank God for doctors and the way they work and they do their best. But sometimes we can only do this much, all of us. As pastors, we can counsel you. We can do, there's certain things only God can do. I say there are certain things that only God can do. God uses all of us to help one another, to refresh one another, to encourage one another, etc. But there's certain things only God can do in a moment, 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 in a moment. I said in a moment, in a, in a second, in a millisecond. And I mean, she never clapped her hands in church, never danced, never did anything. <laughs> One day, bow of God hit her and she ran. I thought, where are you running to now? What did I say that was so bad? <laughs> it was the power of the Holy Ghost. Hit her. And she ran. She took off running and screaming. The most conservative woman with her high heels and all. I think after the second round, because <laughs> she ran around the church and it's big, you know. Yeah, we can't run. And we're not going to start running. We don't have a race track, yeah. But I'm saying, she felt the Holy Ghost and she felt I must run. And she ran. <laughs> after about two rounds, she just fell. Bam. And she was changed. Does it make sense? No. Does it have to make sense? No. Does God need your permission? No. He's God. He is. He doesn't need you to validate Him. <laughs> he doesn't need your permission to do anything. He's God all by Himself. And once you realize that and accept that and surrender your all to Him, things will begin to change in your life little by little. You know, He doesn't judge. He doesn't condemn. He understands your situation exactly. You may be selling your body. Um, I understand these things. We deal with a lot of people that do many things. And people are quick to judge, etc. But I'll tell you, girl, God knows exactly where you're at. And that you're in that situation because of your children and you think that's the best that you can do to take care of those children. Uh-uh. Let God love you and heal you. Let God bring you back to Himself. And God will make a way for you. God will give you another source of income. God will bless you in a way that you never thought possible. God is gonna heal you. God is gonna lift you up. God is gonna restore you. God loves you. In Jesus' Name, you've come to this church. And you've been a drug dealer, whatever. Your business dealings have not been 100% right. And you know God is talking to you, talking to you, talking to you. I don't judge you. I don't judge you. I will not judge you. The church is a hospital. I understand that. But hey, my brother. Hey, 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 hey. The time is coming now for you to get right with God and to say no more, no more, no more. I'm gonna trust God. I'm walking away from that. I'm walking away from that. I'm gonna trust God now. I'm gonna walk to Jesus now. Come on, come on. In the Name of Jesus, He's waiting for you. He died for you 2,000 years ago. And when you come to Jesus broken, 
He's going to put you back together. And I'll tell you, He'll take you further than the world could ever take you. He will heal you. He will lift you higher than anything in the world could ever lift you and higher. He's going to use your entrepreneurial spirit to do something great in business, to alleviate pain and suffering and poverty. God's going to use you. That which he, the devil used to destroy people's lives, God is going to use to build people's lives and build people's lives. And I'll tell you now, my brother, listen, I've told you somebody here this morning, God is gonna give you a plan this week. God is gonna give you a plan this week. And this plan is gonna be your exit out of that life that you have been living. God's gonna give you a new plan. God's gonna give you a new strategy. God's gonna give you a new heart and you will live and you will breathe in the Name of Jesus and you will be a blessing. You will be a Hephzibah. You will be somebody that will be a delight to many, many, many because those gifts and talents that you have, God has given you to be a blessing in Jesus' Name. So let Jesus get a hold of your life today and watch what God is gonna do through you for His glory in Jesus' Name. Watching on television this morning, maybe you've never given your life to Jesus. I don't know. The Bible says in John, John chapter 1, He came to His own, His own received Him, not as many as received Him, to them He gave the power to be children of God. Today you can do that. Today you can come back. Today you can give your life to Jesus. There's no future without Him. And even when we leave this world, what is the guarantee on the other side without Him? Are you ready this morning to give your life to Him? Put your hand on your heart right now. Just say this simple prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, today, I give myself back to You. I accept You as my Lord and Saviour. Thank You for loving me. In Jesus' Name, Amen. God bless you, we love you. Give them a big hand clap, come on. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information on CRC, visit www.crc.org.za.